0: Hey there, and welcome to Good Podcasting, the show designed to help you create, launch, and grow your podcast. My name is Brian. I'm the host of the show. And today we're talking about common barriers that people face when starting a podcast. Let's jump into it. Welcome back to another episode of Good Podcasting. As I mentioned in the intro, just briefly, we're talking about common barriers to starting a podcast. And there are a lot of them. I know when I started a podcast, I faced all kinds of fears, all kinds of technical questions that I just, I just didn't know what I was getting into, and it took a long time for me to really launch that first podcast. Now, I have done three or four of them. I do it for a living, helping other people start. And so I've got a guest today that we're going to talk about The barriers that he's facing in starting his podcast and maybe some things that really aren't a big deal to him. Dustin Diller is here
1: with me today. Hello, Dustin, hey, welcome. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about just who you are first before we start talking about your podcast.
1: Yeah. I am a nurse practitioner. I work in family medicine, so I, I've done that since 2012. I have three kids and busy with sports and- yeah, all Fellow the, soccer dad. Yeah, yeah. Busy with all those things. So, you know, it's something that's been on my mind for a long time and I've always wanted to and I've dabbled in some uh, podcasts and really enjoyed it, but- but just haven't taken the full leap yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: you've been a guest on uh, a yeah. podcast here a number of times recently.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we've done four or five. It's a weekly like men's mental health podcast that we kind of talk through some stuff, parenting, some humor, that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, it's been it's been cool. Uh, How did you it, get connected with that one? So weird, so bizarre, like through social media, we were just kind of, he posted a whole bunch of videos that are like funny humor videos about being a dad and raising kids and stuff like that. And we connected and we started chatting and he is a believer and we kind of talked through like all that kind of process. He was like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. Would you want to be a guest on it? And I was like, sure. Just kind of like flippantly yeah. said that. And it turned into like a pretty consistent gig for a while. A taking returning a guest, recurring guest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's been, it's really cool, real laid back. It's more so kind of like a zoom call video chat type thing more okay. than anything else. So yeah, it's been really fun and it's kind of, piqued my interest even more to like, what does that look like? What's the name of that show? So it's called Just Joshin'. Uh, His name's Josh. Uh, And so, but it's on like a convened community community digital platform. So these people get on there. And then at the end, we always just then have a chat with them after we record. So it's nice. pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's kind of, you, you've you kind of had this thought in your mind for a while in yeah. a couple different, we've talked a number of yeah. times yeah. about starting a podcast with a, you know, with an employer yep. a, individually, yeah. maybe with a group of friends. Right. So we've yeah. talked about some different ways yeah. that you've been thinking about podcasting. Yeah. So I know it's been on your mind for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so now you've got a little experience with it as mm-hmm. a guest. Um, what are you what are you thinking right now yeah. about starting a podcast? You feel like it's something that, you know, barriers aside, yeah. like it's something I, I really want to do, something I can yeah. I can handle and we we'll, we can go for it.
1: Yeah, it's less of a like for me, it's like less of a job and more of a like fun conversation sure. type thing, which kind of I have on a pretty consistent basis with like friends and stuff for over coffee. And so I'm like, what does that look like turning it into something else? You know what I mean? Yeah. So so yeah, it's something that I I think there've been some, you know, like employee where like employer where it was like, I don't know if we want to do this. Is it worth it? And then like friends that are like, oh, I just don't know about like the commitment in relationship to it. Do I want to put time into it? So I'm just like, well, like that answered those questions and kind of made it be like, okay, well then what does it look like individually then move forward with that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, those are legit concerns, yeah. right? And yeah. they're
0: legit barriers that many of us face. I kind of mentioned a little bit at the beginning mm-hmm. when I first started podcasting. It was something that I had on my mind for two years yeah. before we actually started it with the organization I was working for, and part of it was we we can't see far enough into the future, right? Mm-hmm. We're human beings and yeah. we can't see very far into the future if at all to see is this really going to be beneficial for us? Is right. this really going to do what we want it to do? And we can make some educated guesses yeah. and we can we can work in that direction yeah. and tr- you know that's why we set goals, yeah. right? We set goals and then these benchmarks to to achieve those goals. But this was something none of us had ever done before. Right. So it wasn't like we know this is going to work because this organization that's similar to us is doing the same thing and it's been really good for them. Yeah, And we, and we didn't have, again, anybody that knew what they were doing to right. say, Hey, this person's going to come in. They're going to take this. They're going to own it. They're going yeah. to show us the way we're going to go. And so I got in a position after about two years mm-hmm. where I said, you know what? My next initiative is starting a podcast. Well, yeah. who's going to do it? I'm just going to figure it out, man. Like I just need to figure this out. Yeah. And I've told that story a number of times on here. I don't need to rehash all that, but that was, that was one of the big barriers for the organization. Is it worth it? And the the time commitment and the, you know, are we paying you to do the right things? Right. Right. How much is the equipment going to cost? Right. And are people going to listen? Is it going to be worth it that way? Right. And then individually same thing, man. Yeah. I've talked to so many people about, hey, wouldn't it be fun yeah. if we started this podcast, Kevin Brown? And <laughs> so someday, someday, maybe he and I will will do something. Yeah. But uh, again, it's time commitment. It's yeah. you know who's going mm-hmm. to listen. What do I, uh, you know, what if I say something off the cuff that I yeah. that's going to get me in trouble or going to uh-huh. get people to see me differently yeah. or whatever? And some of that I understand is position you're yeah. in and whatever. So yeah all very yeah. legitimate concerns, but yeah. at some point you have to push past that. If you're yeah. going to do it, you have to know someone's going to listen. Yeah. It may not be many, right? but it may be tens of thousands. Yeah. So at some point, you're going to say something. Yeah. At some point, you're going to have to go back and go, you know what, I was wrong. Yeah. Or, you know, you just have to take the leap and yeah. you have to take the jump to get over that barrier. But there's other barriers we face as individuals yeah. when we jump into this. So those oh, are yeah. the ones that I really want to talk about. Maybe these are common ones yeah. that I hear in the my clients and mm-hmm. people I'm working with that want to start or they send questions in on social media or we have conversations on Zoom and they're like, I just, you know, these are some things that are getting in my way. Right. So I want to just throw some of those at you and see how how you felt those same barriers or or not. Yeah. And then maybe some things that you're feeling now. Yeah. That's maybe holding you up from jumping in full bore right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm down. So the first one is uh, the first one listed here is lack of technical knowledge. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how to do it. I will say that that is not one that I would have put as number one on the list. Right. Because I think people that want to start a podcast either have somebody that Mm -hmm. can help show them or will just go buy a microphone and plug it in a USB mic and plug it into the computer and go, which can be great. Yeah. But it, also can be not so great. Yeah. But that's not one that I see as one that really limits people. Right. Because if you really want to do it, you figure that part out.
1: Mm -hmm. Curious how you've experienced that one. Yeah. So it's funny. We were talking about it beforehand as we were setting all this up and I was like, that wasn't really anything that I was nervous about until I was like watching you push all the buttons to like (laughs) make things sound better on here. But yeah, I mean, I think it's something that like if you're teachable, if you're willing to learn, you can learn that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Most people have some sort of knowledge of technology that they can figure that kind of stuff out. So- for me personally i would say it was is less of that than anything else but i can see that i yeah. mean you know there's there's people out there that do podcasts that you know they're not high quality but they're they're doing it you know what yeah. i mean they're making it and it's maybe it's just like the computer mic or something right. like that and it's right. i wouldn't recommend that but it's something that is a possibility and so that's something that for me, not a huge deal, but I can see it as like if somebody is just starting out and they don't have any idea what to do, that that could probably be something yeah. that makes it difficult to start. Yeah.
0: But I made you a little... More aware of that. Good. I'm yeah. glad I instilled yes. that yes. fear. Yeah, so um, now that's an added one that I <laughs> awesome. didn't know I had. That's now there. So I love it. <laughs> no. Uh, what What I was sharing with Dustin earlier was we were, you know, trying to get background noise out. I'm yeah. using the Rodecaster Pro, and I'm dialing in all the advanced settings that you don't really even need to do. <laughs> like I've been using the Rodecaster honestly for. Since I started podcasting since yeah. I was a year in, so 2019, I've been using the same piece of equipment, and I'm still learning yeah. bits and pieces of this. so yeah. you don't need to know all right. the technical stuff right. on this. I just know a little bit more yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've been using it so yeah. long and still learning. like there was two weeks ago, yeah, I saw something on a YouTube video that someone did with the roadcaster and I went wait. I what? you could do that. I, I, I can do that too. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm still learning this yeah. machine, and this is the original. This yeah. is even the Rodecaster Pro Two that's so fancy, and everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody has. So, Uses. yeah, so but no, I do think it is a legitimate concern. Yeah, I, I think it's a concern with a little coaching, with a yeah. little know-how, with a little research. Yeah, that is a barrier that can easily be overcome. Yeah. So, some of the things that, as I think through this, start with simple equipment. Yeah, you don't need the Rodecaster Pro right to right. start, but if you do. There's a couple buttons you can press, yeah. and it will make everything sound much better than just a plain old USB mic that you plug yeah. into your computer. So you don't need a $400, 500 700 800 piece of equipment. Right. You can get a, a decent USB microphone, yeah. and I've got Super. some, there's a link in the the show notes yeah. of this episode to a blog that I wrote last year sometime that has all the gear that I use, some gear that I've tried out and some gear that I would recommend that I'm looking forward to getting in the future. So if you're interested in some good USB microphones without breaking the bank, check that link, the gear link in the episode description. Yeah,
1: no, that's great.
0: So start with simple equipment. I mentioned, you know, I watched a YouTube video on someone was messing around with the roadcaster and I was learning something new. Do use online tools and resources like that this is how I learned to podcast. Yeah. YouTube was yeah. my podcasting course. Yeah. Like it was my professor. Yeah. So use online resources and then find a friend yeah, or someone that knows what they're doing that's been doing this longer to, to walk alongside you and yeah. show you the ropes a little bit. Yeah. So anything
1: you would add to that? Yeah, no, I think uh, YouTube and in, in and of itself, you, I mean, you learn how to fix a toilet on YouTube. Like, yeah. lo- you know what I mean? Everything's out there. It's nowadays. a plunger. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe the more in-depth aspects of the okay. toy. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> but no, like, so, you, I mean, you can learn all that stuff there. And so I think that's why, like, you know, and I think like younger generations and stuff like that, they're so well-versed in relationship to how to figure out that stuff. So less of a barrier for them, but for those of us that are a little older and maybe not, didn't grow up on technology, right. that's one of those things that can, can be difficult. But yeah, I mean, just searching it. I mean, all you have to do is type into YouTube, like how to whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? And you'll find it. So yep. yeah, that's, that's a big thing. And I, I mean, I use that constantly in just everyday things so, yeah. for podcasting for sure. So,
0: Hey, I'm going to take us on a left turn here for yeah. just a second. Yeah. You mentioned us being an older generation, yeah. not growing up on YouTube. Yeah. I had a conversation this weekend with some friends about the first video you ever saw on YouTube. Do you remember oh what my yours gosh. was?
1: gosh! I'm trying to think back to
0: Geez, I don't know. I was post college at the yeah. time. It would have
1: had to yeah, it would have been in like in college that I was even like cuz we didn't have we had dial up internet, yeah. that kind of thing, but I don't think YouTube was even around <laughs> yeah. at that time.
0: No. no, I was I remember that because I was visiting some college friends, yeah. post college at the one guy's apartment, and he was like, "Hey, have you guys seen this video?" And I was like, "No, what's that?" He goes, "Come here, I'll pull it up on YouTube." And I went, "You t- what? Yeah, what? I've the never heck heard of YouTube? that." Yeah. It was Lonely Island Chronicles of Narnia. There was the SNL sketch. Okay, was the first video I ever saw
1: on YouTube. Thankfully, it's come a long way. (laughs) I'm trying to think of there was there were things in college that videos that people always watch that were like just those stupid annoying videos that you then get stuck in your head. And I'm trying to remember what they were called, but I remember watching those in the in the dorms. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, like the first video was that I actually watched. Yeah. It'd be interesting to like, yeah. it wasn't rewind. a podcast video. No, it wasn't. No, a, no yeah, no. no, probably a toilet. <laughs> probably how to fix
0: a toilet. Honestly, it's probably what it was. <laughs> We're in college and we dropped something in the toilet. It was like, how, how do we get this? Like out? a cell phone or yeah. something, like <laughs> a
1: flip phone or something that was like, could actually fit down. Did you have toe? a cell
0: phone in college? Cause I didn't even I, have
1: one till my first I, job after I, college. I had a cell phone my like senior year of high school was the first time I had one. It was like oh, a, one man. of those flip ones. Yeah. A Motorola flip one. So oh man. Yeah. I,
0: it took me a couple years till I got that Motorola yeah. racer. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was the dream. Yep. That was the dream. Yep. at the time. And then
1: Blackberry, right? which that was the next.
0: Oh one. man. My friend had one of those. I always called it his face computer because yeah. it had the full <laughs> keyboard and it was so big. And now our phones do so much. phones do so much more than that. Yeah. Anyway. All like, right. Rabbit, I got it. I got to steer us back on course. That was <laughs> Was, that was a really sharp left turn, but man, I wanted to go there. So let's—we've uh, covered lack of technical knowledge. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into a net another barrier yeah. that people face, and I think this one's really real, and it's an inter- internal thing—not yeah. a. I, I don't know how to use technology. This is mm-hmm. a. I don't want to fail. Yeah, and I don't want to sound stupid, and yeah. I don't want to, and like yeah, there, it's a, a fear of failure, mm-hmm. right? And so i'm curious from your perspective yeah before we jump into kind of what i hear yeah
1: how have you seen this face this in your own podcasting endeavor yeah so honestly when i think of fear of fear of failure i think of like failing in general i don't get nervous about like i think i failed enough in my life that i'm like it is what it is life still moves on like if it doesn't you know become this multi-million you know viewership podcast yeah it is what it is I don't care but my thing is like am I going to do the right thing am I going to make the right choices in relationship to what I talk about or what my you know basis for my podcast is that is that's what like kind of gets in the back of your mind and I think it's one of those things where it's like yeah you could talk yourself out of something so easily because you're you're nervous and don't know what it's gonna happen, but like you said, taking the leap is the biggest thing sometimes taking that leap is the is the the barrier more yeah. than anything so for me, yeah, it's more so you know am I gonna do the right thing is it we talked a little bit like I would love to be able to have honest, deep raw conversations with people yeah like on a one on one basis that I have consistently but Today I was talking with my one of my buddies and he's like that's super easy to do over coffee but when you are a name on a podcast and talking to someone right. will people be willing and open and will you know want to do that that's what kind of is in the back of my mind is I'm like oh shoot I didn't think about that the anonymity is no longer there and so people don't really. Yeah. Give your, their real selves with that. So, yeah. So
0: th- that's when you hide your microphone yeah. on the side of the coffee cup.
1: And, oh, nice. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's where that USB mic comes in. Yeah. And then they yeah. don't know.
0: Yeah. It just make it a wireless, yeah. like a really small. <laughs> like wireless mic so as they're
1: sipping their coffee and talking yeah, you it know it just up. don't tell them yeah they'll never yeah, yeah. know yeah until they stumble upon your podcast one day and they're like i think that's me talking oh
0: man there's but, some ethical questions yeah, there maybe for, yeah, that yeah maybe that's
1: another barrier yeah. we can talk about <laughs> <Ethics. someday. laughs>
0: obviously kidding yeah obviously <laughs> kidding i don't want to get in trouble for yeah. saying that one right But no, I think, so you brought up a good one. So fear of failure for the one hosting the podcast, but sometimes you have guests that don't want to go places that you want to take your conversation because of fear of not necessarily failure, but fear of being vulnerable, fear Mm -hmm. of who might hear this. Yeah. Right. I had a, 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 someone I've been working with who I'm editing and producing their podcast for, and they sent me an episode and said, Hey, don't edit that one. We're not releasing it. And I just kind of said well uh, that i'm curious why yeah and it, it was the guest that was on just said you know i don't i don't like the way that went and i'm i don't know who's going to hear it and so i just i think i sounded kind of cheesy or corny, yeah. corny or whatever and so they pulled it and said i don't let's re re-record that one yeah right and so that's a real thing yeah. that that happens yeah. you know and sometimes sometimes the 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 other side of that is you have a guest that things don't go well yeah. and you as the host say oh, I'm not going to air yeah. this one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so if you don't hear this episode dustin that's then i know yeah i know yeah. i I, mean. I lost the file <laughs> yeah that's
1: <laughs> there's a lot of ways to spin it yeah yeah
0: yeah but like, yeah. well, we can re- re-record yeah no With i don't time, know i'll find time. it i'll yeah. find it somewhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. but i think you know poor audio quality i think people are afraid of yeah. sometimes i uh, however I think people should be more fearful of poor audio quality. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard
1: some real crappy podcasts. Yeah, like, with audio. Yeah, so, and this
0: is why I do what I do. This yeah. is this is what my business Summit City Studios is built upon. Yeah. If you go to my website, summitcitystudios.com, shameless plug right uh, yeah. there. <laughs> the banner at the top says "Bad audio ruins good podcasts." Yeah. So there are there are podcasts that I had been listening to for. I don't know ten to twelve years I'd pop in and out, listen yeah. to it for a little while, and it the audio quality in those ten years has not changed, yeah when technology technology has changed, mm-hmm. standards for podcasting have changed, yeah it has not changed, and it's really difficult to listen to, so yeah. I don't anymore, yeah, so it's a good podcast, yeah, but it suffers from really bad audio and I don't know what their listenership is. I right. know they're down at least one, yeah. in yeah. my opinion, you know, from, from my probably perspective. Probably more. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, probably so. Yeah. Some people are afraid of not getting any listeners. Some yeah. people don't care about listeners, and that's fine too. Yeah. Well, how do I get monetized? Like, yeah. So many people think about that is the goal, yeah. and they think getting into podcasting is the thing that's going to really bring in the side cash and yeah. whatever. And let me tell you, it does not. Yeah right. Just because you have a podcast, yeah. it can bring in good side income, but you have to work yeah. really oh, hard. It's yeah. so like we, a job. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, it's not like you just like do this one time a week and be like, Oh, this is going to bring in like right. my entire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sustainability. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it can, but it does take a lot of work, a yeah. lot of engagement. So we'll get into time commitment yeah. in just a minute. Cause yeah. I, I think that's maybe the biggest one people yeah. face. And then even kind of like, what, what do I talk about? Right. You know, and it, it, what's my, what's my niche, right? Yeah. What am I going to get into if I get out there and start talking about something? Do I, uh, you know, people are afraid, like, do I really have anything to offer? Yeah. They get out in the space and go, oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know as much as I thought I did about this. And right. so maybe I just shouldn't even start it or yeah. I get two episodes in and go, oh, I don't know. I've yeah. said everything. I knew what to say yeah. and now I'm done. And yeah. so I do think that fear of failure really, yeah. really gets in the way. So a couple of things I would say, yeah, is experiment, number one. Mm -hmm. Just experiment. Play around. I've changed format of this show. We're only 30, I think this is 38 episodes now. Yeah. 38 episodes. I don't know if I said 30 or 38, whatever. It's 38 episodes, I believe. And I've changed format several times. Right. And even from week to week, I'll do an interview like this. Yeah. And then Chase and I, my co-host, we'll do an episode alone like yeah. by ourselves. And so we change format and that's intentional. We're experimenting, yeah. we're playing, we're seeing what what really sticks and what really works in these early stages of a podcast. Yeah. And when I say early stages, I'm talking until we get to episode 50 right. or even 100, will we have this particular podcast really dialed in? Right. I don't know. We may still be playing because that's right. part of my goal with this podcast yeah. is to help people start podcasts mm-hmm. and kind of lead the way by experimenting and trying new things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so so experiment, take some risks. Yeah. As you mentioned, that first leap yeah. is the biggest one and the yeah. hardest one. Yeah. But once you're there. Yeah. You're swimming, right? Yep. You yep. jump off the diving board, and you're scared to jump off that, you know, ten meter board or whatever. And yeah, that's frightening. Yeah. But you get in the water, and you're like, "Oh, oh this
1: wasn't bad. I can do this." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and so take some risks, figure it out. That was the hardest one for me. Yeah. Is jumping into it, and I tell people I'm I'm pretty risk averse. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. And that's why one reason it took me two years to really jump into yeah. podcasting, but once I did, yeah. Five years later. Now I'm running a business, helping people do podcasts and it kind of becomes
1: addicting. Yeah. Just trying new
0: things all the time. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I, all I've done, like most of my career as a nurse was ER and everything's constantly changing. And so I love that aspect of it. So I think if you go in saying like, this is what I'm going to do, it's going to be real rigid and this is the only thing I'm going to do. Maybe it won't be as successful. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to evolve with things as they change. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that's
0: good. For sure. So experiment, take risks, and then one of the things that I found most helpful is finding online communities where people have the same questions, people have are a little bit further along in the journey, Mm -hmm. and can say like, "Yeah, I was terrified of this, (laughs) or I was really scared of that, but here's what happened. It, It wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, I did fall on my face, but you know what?" only two people heard those yeah. first three episodes yeah. so it didn't yeah. really matter yeah right and to to give you that i mean that's not super encouraging <laughs> but so. that's mostly the truth right yeah. oh, until yeah. you really get an audience no one's really listening right. to your those parents first couple and episodes. your best, like your yeah. wife
1: and like your best friends yeah about yeah. the ones that are going to listen yeah yeah or
0: they'll say they're going to listen and they don't right? and you realize there's only four views and seven yeah. of them said they were yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah 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 we're not calling anybody out here yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> Uh, that's just that's just how it goes. So another let's jump into the next. Yeah, next yeah. one that I hear a lot. I'm in the kind of YouTube space. I'm in the podcasting space and I'm part of these online communities. And one of the things that comes up all the time mm. is imposter syndrome. Mm. Now, I think that's it's kind of a buzzword right now. Yeah. And. Lots of people are talking about it, but it's not a new thing. I right. think it's been around for a while. So as we were talking earlier, yeah. you even kind of went, "What is imposter syndrome?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let me let me just define that for those who maybe haven't heard that as frequently because mm-hmm. you're not. I didn't hear it till I got into the YouTube space, right? Till I got into the podcasting space, and I got into these communities, and yeah. I started hearing it all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, that totally makes sense." Right. I've had that my whole life. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but imposter syndrome is. Basically, it, it, it's it, based on comparison, right? You're right. looking at someone else that's doing the thing that you want to do and go, mm-hmm. I can't do that like they do. Am I even good at this at all? Yeah. Should I be doing this at all? I am i don't know what I'm talking about. I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. And so you, it's based on comparison. Right. I'm an imposter in the space that I want to be in, but do I really belong here? Mm. And truth be told, I think everybody feels that. Even yeah. the pros, even oh, the yeah. experts get out there and go you know what, this is really going to be a hard episode because I don't know that much about this, right. but we're, we got to do it. Right, right, right. So that's a real thing. Yeah. From your perspective, yeah how have you experienced that in the podcast space
1: well i think it's like super easy anybody behind their keyboard to you know be able to be a keyboard warrior is that what they call it where they they yeah. throw you under the bus and sure. say how do you how dare you talk about this when you have no experience in right. relationship to this and you have no degree behind your name to say this kind of stuff or you have no you know what i mean like expertise in that and so yeah i think it's something that like always makes you a little bit nervous now Would I say that every podcast I listen to is an expert in every single thing they talk about? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? And so it's not like some, you know, a counselor is going to go on and talk about, you know, say it's PTSD and they have no background or experience in PTSD. I mean, I think you have to know your limits and know what you are, you know, you are confident in. but. But, I mean, you're going to come across things that are going to be stuff that sure. you're just like, whoa, this is the road less. I've never done this. <laughs> I've never talked about this. I've never. But that being said, I think if you do your due diligence and, you know, study up on it and at least feel confident in what your own personal experience is, that's, that's all that you can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can you can play the part and try and act like you know what you're talking about. But if it's not true to who you actually are and what you've experienced, then, yeah, it's, it is it going to be hard. But if you're yourself and you talk about your your own life and your own ways you've dealt with those kinds of things, I think nobody can really call you out as an imposter at that point because it's your real life experiences. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, and it depends. I think it depends on what your podcast is about yeah, too, right? Yeah, so if yeah. you're talking about life experience, you're talking about, let's say you the, you mentioned the men's mental health yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. just Josh, Josh, and that you've been on, you know, you're talking from your own experience. Yeah. You're not necessarily saying you know, this is what you need to do. This is the medication you need to be on or not on. This is the, but you're talking about how you've experienced these particular issues or whatever it is that you're talking about on that particular show. Right. But if you are positioning yourself as Mm -hmm. I'm a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I see in my patients and this is what I prescribe and this is how we treat this. And this is the procedures we, we recommend. Yeah. If you're not a doctor and you're saying that yeah. stuff, that's a big problem, oh, absolutely. right? So there's integrity, yep. right, mm-hmm. uh, and and ethical I issues say, again, ethics, and yeah. Questions there. As well, but I don't know if there's a lot of people doing that. Right, maybe right. more than I think. Right, but I you I think, just don't listen to them. Yeah, yeah,
1: probably. they're just not popular. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe some of them are really popular. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah,
1: I think if you stay in your lane and you do what you know, that's gonna that's gonna kill all that imposter syndrome. Right. aspect of it. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's an aspect of this too
0: that I felt. Yeah. When I first started, and still to some degree do feel, but have learned to maybe jump over that hurdle a little bit is listening to podcasts that I love and going, I want to sound like that. Yeah. I want my sound quality to be at that level. I kind of even want our banter and our chemistry between me and my co-host to be similar to that and to have, you know, whatever the, the details don't matter. But as I listen to some podcasts, I go, man, we're, we're not even close. Yeah. Like we're, we can't do that. How do they do that? Right. And I, I need to step back and go. First of all, they've been doing it fifteen years. Right. Right. They have a professional producer mm-hmm. that. I mean, I I do that. I'm a professional yeah. producer, but I've not worked in the music industry. Right. And you know, I I've learned from YouTube. Right. And experience how to do this stuff. But there are people that have been trained. Yeah. In they have a degree. Yeah. In, yeah. Have a degree in specific. You know. Yeah. Music engineering and mm-hmm. whatever that are doing their podcast. Yeah. And, you know, they have 15 years of experience mm-hmm. of co-host and host and co-host, this yeah. banter, this chemistry they built. It's not going to be built in six months right. with a new co-host, right. right? And so I suffer from imposter syndrome yeah. because I listen to really, really good podcasts yeah. and yeah. go, ah, that's what I, I want to be like. Be. Yeah. 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 And I'm not, so should I just quit? Right. No, no. Right. <laughs> You learn along the way. Yeah. So we talked about fear of failure before this. So yeah. experimenting, taking risks, and just trying things. Yeah. That's how you learn. Yeah. That's how they got to do what they yeah. are doing now. Oh, yeah. So quit comparing. I had to learn to quit comparing myself yeah. to those that have been doing it for so much longer. Yeah. So you know, I, I think a couple couple ideas, focus on growth, mm-hmm. focus on what you can do and be better in your next one than you yeah. were on the last one. Yep. Right. That's that's how you get better. That's how you get to the level you want to get to. Don't compare yourself, like I said, with others who've been out there for so long. And then again, find a community of people mm-hmm. in person or even online. There are Facebook groups for new podcasters that are right. out there asking questions. There are Facebook groups for professional podcasters mm-hmm. that are still having struggles yeah. or they're looking for guests yeah. for their show. And so there's communities out there that you can be a part of that will be supportive. They'll be encouraging and they'll help you push past this, this barrier of imposter syndrome and or fear of failure and or whatever else you're facing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So the last one I want to talk about is maybe the biggest one that I hear from people is time commitment. Mm -hmm. I don't have the time to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm a single parent with three kids, or I'm a, I've got a full-time job mm-hmm. and I've got kids in travel sports mm-hmm. and we're gone every weekend. And, you know, that might be my story. Right. Right. <laughs> and you know, there's, there's all sorts of reasons, yeah but there is a time
1: commitment mm-hmm. involved. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest one. That was the, that's the one that is overarching in my mind all the time is, you know, I think as a parent, sometimes you feel guilty about not spending the quality time with each one of your kids that you want to and so that being a thing that's like well you're not spending the quality time if you add another thing you're not going to spend more quality time with them but yeah like we were talking beforehand you have the time i mean yeah. how many times do we you know we say we don't have the time and then we sit down and we're watching tv for three hours yeah. or you know doing so and i'm not saying that watching tv is bad like decompression is a good thing especially you know for a lot of people but You have the time, it's prioritizing it. And, you know, making sure that you are, yes, you definitely should spend time with your kids. Like you don't need to... I mean, at least one kids. of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not the middle one, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my daughter. So, <laughs> But no. Definitely um, not the middle one.
0: I think that's going to be the title of this podcast. Not yeah. The middle one. yeah, it won't make any sense, but it'll get people's attention. It's true. Yeah. Especially middle children. Yeah, for sure. Right.
1: Um, but no, but, you know, making sure you do spend time with your kids. You are obviously putting your all in your full-time job if you have that as well but there's time there's time in every day you know that you could maybe report prioritize do something different you know what i mean to make the space for it and so yes it's definitely something there but if you are really devoted and you really want to do it you can make the time for it yeah it's just making those decisions that are difficult yeah to give up you know yeah.
0: Right on. I, I think that's, you're right on there. Um, It's about priorities. Mm-hmm. It's about making time for it. And you know, it's, it's about figuring out what, what you can do and yeah. what you're capable of in the world of podcasting yeah. and then finding the apps yeah. and things that can help you do it. Yeah. So for me, I will say, I didn't, I knew it would take some time when I started But it was part of my job. Yeah. And it was at that point written into my job description. So maybe I spent more time than I expected to. Yeah. But it was part of what I was supposed to do and expected to do. So when I started doing it on my own, Mm -hmm. then I had kind of an idea of how long it was going to take. But if you have no idea and you've never done it before and you plan to, you know, edit like I did from start to finish. Yeah. After you record, because you stumble over your words all the time, and right. you say "ah," an, uh, and you ask the question wrong, or you ask a dumb question. And you're like, I don't like that answer. Like, yeah. I did all that stuff. Oh yeah, that's how I learned to edit. Right, yeah. failing yeah. on that side of it, but it does take a lot of time. Yeah. However, there are the, the apps now. There are services online that you can you can dig into and find Descript is one of them that will you record, you can record directly into it. It will give you a transcript. You can edit from the transcript, like you're editing a document Oh, and it will cut out the, the audio portions that you delete from the transcript and it'll splice it back together. Now I will say this as a podcast editor and producer, I found that it's not perfect yet, Mm -hmm. but it is helpful. It gets you a long way down that road. And with the click of a button, you can say, delete all the ums yeah. and it will delete them in a heartbeat yeah. and they're gone and so there are ways around the the time commitment and right. you can cut that in half right. almost immediately with ai apps like yeah. like descript and and riverside when you're recording and they're doing some similar things yeah here's the thing dustin all these apps as i look at it they have each kind of found a market yeah for a specific thing that they do and they're really good at. Yeah. So Descript was the first one I that I know of that did the transcript that you could edit yeah. stuff out. And there are others that you could do video recording like yeah. Riverside. And then you could edit in different formats. So right. they'd give you a instagram stories format and it would change the video to fit that oh wow and you could do like widescreen youtube with two people or just like and it would automatically do it for you yeah fantastic now descript is doing that and riverside is doing the transcript like yeah they're all picking this up from each other so there are apps out there there are services out there that can help
1: you with that time commitment on the back
0: end and even on the front end with the recording right well and i
1: think too like going into it not with an expectation that like you have to do a two hour conversation with someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah, maybe some of them will turn into that. You know what I mean? That then obviously not everyone wants to sit down for two hours and listen to you talk. You know what I mean? So going into it with just things are going to change. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And maybe it'd be 10, 15 minutes the first one you do. You know what I mean? And then obviously editing will take a lot more time after that but I think that's what you think in your mind is like oh it's going to be like you know two three hours and then I'm gonna have to do all the editing and I'm not gonna have any time to do anything else and I'm like if that was the case, people would not be doing podcasts. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Or not spending time with their middle children. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Poor middle kids. I'm like, I have Jesse, that. I love you. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's a way in which to do it. It's just convincing yourself that maybe giving up something that is a vice of yours is more beneficial than what you actually think. Yeah. So
0: one of the best pieces of advice that I received... From a supportive online community of yeah. people that were producing YouTube content was done is better than perfect. Yeah. And I, it really smacked me in the face yeah. because I am a perfectionist and I want my videos to look yeah. just so. I want my audio to sound just so. And sometimes I have to be okay with a a, a pop in the middle of the episode that yeah. i can't figure out how to get out i have to be okay with a little bit of background noise that i can't get out right. or else it will damage the rest of the audio i right. have to be okay with some of that sometimes yeah and just get it done and yeah. get it out there and get over the perfectionism yeah. of it all because i i would spend 15 hours oh yeah on a 45 minute podcast i don't do that anymore yeah but there were times that I oh, was yeah. doing that mm-hmm. to try and figure out these little, these little tweaks I needed to make to yeah. fix it. And ultimately, it always sounded worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I damaged the audio yeah. by spending so much time with it. So yeah, yeah time commitments, really, it, it, it's a big one. So someone told me the other day, I was talking to another podcast producer and he runs a network here in town of podcasts. And he said, you know, it's gonna cost you something. Yeah. You know, our, if you really want to jump into this, mm-hmm you can either spend money Mm -hmm. on someone editing it for you, Mm -hmm. or you can spend time Mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah. But you need someone to edit. Yeah. You know, even if it's little tweaks. Yeah. Nothing is perfect the first time. Yeah. You know, and so are you, do you want to spend the money or do you want to spend the time? It's going to cost you something. Yeah. And so knowing that going in is helpful. Yeah. And, it may not be easy, yeah, but it's helpful to know that that's really a legitimate barrier that right. you're going to have to, no matter who you are, you're going to have to face. Yeah, absolutely. So we we talked. So editing is not the only thing that takes time, right? Right. There's the re- you got to sit down and figure out when to record. Yep. You've got to figure out for for some of us like me, I like to think through my episodes yeah. and kind of not script them out, but get some bullet points to make yeah. sure we're we're flowing with the episode. So I spend a lot of time on the front end, yeah. not as much as I used to, but I spend a lot of time on the front end kind of sketching out my episodes. Mm-hmm. I know others that just have a, an interesting guest that yeah. want to sit down with the guest and just ask questions to get them to tell their story. So you don't think through it much right. other than I'd, I want to know their story. Yeah. You may have a topic you throw out and see where the conversation goes, right? So some of us spend more time than others yeah. on the front end but that's something to consider the yeah. the time to 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 figure out your topic to yeah. sketch out your episode the time to record and again the editing yeah. and post production yeah. and all that is a is a very
1: real when i think thing. taking the time to have at least a rough outline of what you want to talk about. Otherwise you go into it. I mean, if there's no boundaries or no like outline of sway, you're going to go like rabbit tail, you know, trail every, all the, all the place. So I think that's important, but like I said, it doesn't have to be, you know, scripted out completely. You know what right. I mean? I think having free flow of conversation is good too and yep. you know everybody's different. Somebody may want it to be pretty scripted out. You yep. know what I mean? But that may just mean a little bit more on the front end yeah. for sure.
0: So, sometimes when you start a podcast, you have a co-host. Yeah. And sometimes one of you wants it scripted and mm-hmm. one of you just rejects the script. Oh, okay. Chase, I'm talking <laughs> about you, buddy. No, but Chase and I, he's he co-hosts this this podcast yeah. with me and kind of every other week. And so he and I actually started our podcast together in 2018. Yeah. And that was kind of how we operated. Yeah. I wanted kind of word for word intro it scripted gonna, out. Yeah. So I knew what I was going to say and I didn't stumble over my words and he was like, no, we're going to wing it. Let's yeah. just do this. And it was, it was a point of contention for yeah. a while, but we figured out how to make it work. Yeah. Right. And so you don't need to script it. You don't need to just wing it, right? but maybe something in the middle, happy medium is is a good way to go. So as I think through time commitment, you know, again, a very legitimate concern, a very real barrier that everybody has to figure out. Some things that I've found helpful is our our apps to schedule if you're doing interviews. So Calendly is something that I use to schedule podcast interviews if I'm doing things remotely. Here's my schedule. I send it out to them. They when find a time that works and yeah. then figure that out. So you, it saves all the back and forth yeah. on text or email. What about next Tuesday at three o'clock? Yeah, oh, No, I got a meeting then. How about Wednesday at 10 a.m.? Oh, I got a meeting. You know, so yeah. that's a lot of time that you can save by using oh, yeah. scheduling apps to figure out when you're going to do your episodes. Batch recording okay. is a big one when you sit down and, you know, maybe you schedule all morning out to do, or all evening, if you Mm -hmm. have a full-time job and you just have evenings free to schedule out your evening with three or four guests and record multiple episodes all at once that you know, I've got the next month of episodes now recorded. I just have to edit in my spare time to get these out. So batch recording, hire out if you are able to pay someone to edit, pay someone to, to even produce and and mix and whatever it is. A lot of people are doing that. You can use services locally, like Summit City Studios, if you're in Fort Wayne, or even if you're in Tacoma, Washington, and you need someone like Summit City Studios, you can, but you can find on Fiverr, you can find editors anywhere right now, something that fits your budget and fits the quality that you're looking for hire it out if you're able to. Yeah. And then one of the other things I'd say is be consistency is really important. Yeah. In podcasting, your listeners need to know when they're going to hear your voice, which sounds weird. Yeah. But psychologically is true. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I know on Wednesday morning that these three podcasts that I love to listen to are all going to drop. Yeah. So I listen to them on Wednesday because that's when they drop. If they don't, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Did I miss it? Somebody they... died. Yeah. It was a middle child, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, middle children, we, we love you. We love you so much. We love you so much. Were you a middle child? No, I wasn't. No. I was okay. list, so. I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> Me too. I just didn't know if this came out of place of no, feeling no, neglect. No, and, no, 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 it's not that deep. No. It's not that deep. No. Okay, good. <laughs> For some, maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, middle children. Yeah. Sorry, um, I have dark humor. No.
1: It's the ER in me. It's so it's wrong. I love it. I love it.
0: We could go there, but we won't. We got an episode to finish. But consistency is important. Yeah. But frequency maybe isn't as important. Yeah. So back off your frequency if you need to, instead mm. of every week trying to cram in all these hours of editing, recording. And posting, yeah, go every other week, yeah, or do a longer episode and do it once a month, right? Right. There's ways around this. So just whatever you pick, whatever schedule you go with, be yeah. consistent, but it doesn't have to be so frequent, right? If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as you think, we've talked about all these barriers right. to starting podcasts. I know you've had this on your mind for a long time, mm-hmm. and you really want to jump, and you're about ready to do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious what you're thinking as far as time commitment that you are wanting to put in, what you're thinking as far as kind of equipment and recording space, because those are things we talk about pretty frequently on this podcast. Yeah, And then what you're thinking as far as consistency and frequency of your release schedule.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the biggest thing as far as time is concerned is I feel like it's like the perfect time right now because like soccer's about over and the season's about over and so time opens up a lot more now of course middle child's doing softball so that will change it a little bit but but no like you know what i mean so like i feel like go to those games don't neglect that middle child no i'll be at every one of those (laughs) games that i can be at but no i think that when when you are looking through things and you see things in the future and you're like oh gosh like you know, fall is just so crazy with, you know, sports and stuff like that. When you, when I look at coming up is the summer and the summer always opens up for us soccer families because yeah. we don't have stuff like, I'm like, that's perfect. You know what I mean? Like that makes, gives the time that we would have been spending on the soccer, you know, sidelines, it gives us a little bit more time from that perspective. So I would love to do something that's like every other week or something like that, sure. you know, that, that is ideal in relationship to that. And I think that it's doable. And as I think through all of those things, it's just the leap. It's just like making that decision that I think if you've ever like me having the, ex- the experience with the just Josh and yep. podcast and knowing that that is you know, every Thursday is what they do. You know what I mean? That has helped a lot. And so it's given me a perspective to know that's something that is, is feasible in relationship to that. So I think, you know, every week is a, is a good thing to aim for, but I think starting with every other is something that in my mind, I'm like, that seems more successful. You know what I mean? Than anything else. So, yeah. And it can go be realistic with yourself
0: for sure. And you can go either direction. You start with every other week and go, I can handle this. I'm going to add in every week now. Mm -hmm. Great. You start with weekly and go, oh, this is way too much. I can't keep up with this. Be honest. Tell your listeners that. Don't just quit and do every other week. Just say, hey, for the sake of time and for delivering quality content, Mm -hmm. I'm going to back off and just do every other week episodes so that I can deliver the best content I can for you. Who love to listen.
1: Yeah. Right. And I feel like I have like all these people in my mind that I'd love to like have conversations with now, whether or not they're willing to do it is right. You know what I mean? The other thing. So that plays a role in it as well. So, but I feel like I have a a definite direction. I have like you know, like, where do I want to go with this? How can it, you know, evolve over time? And I think that, like, the batch recording thing that you said, that's a big thing that was new information for me. Yeah. And, you know, knowing that, you know, your studio and stuff does all of the, you know, the editing and that kind of stuff, that plays a major role. Eventually, I mean, that'd be awesome to learn that stuff. But in the meantime, that's what the professionals are for. So, right. so yeah, I think it's it's something that is, you know, it's doable it's just convincing yourself and telling yourself it can be successful is the biggest thing and then once you've reached and go over that hurdle you're fine so yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe be, be,
0: being a guest sometime yeah. on yeah. air. I just yeah. invited myself to your show I, I'm, on air. So you may be the
1: only guest that agrees to come on. Okay. So, so if you
0: said you just said yes, so yeah. I better be, I'm expecting an invitation yes. when it really happens. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We'll hold my listeners to that and I'll tell them all about it when I'm <laughs> okay. on there and, and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we've chatted through. Yeah all sorts of barriers to mm-hmm. starting a podcast. If you still have questions, yeah. if you want to talk to somebody about some of these things, I'd be happy to chat with you. My contact information is in the show notes of this episode. And every episode you can visit me at summitcitystudios.com or on YouTube at summit city studios. I've got a lot of tutorial videos. I talk a lot about microphones and equipment and gear and barriers and all that stuff. So if you're interested in just doing some research and maybe reaching out through those avenues, I'd love to talk to you. So SummitCitystudios.com or Summit City Studios on YouTube. And by the way, if you are starting a podcast, you are and you're looking for a host site to host that podcast, I have a, an affiliate link to Captivate FM, is one that I've started using with this podcast. And some of, with some of my other podcasts that I'm hosting and using for clients, Captivate FM has been a -- I found it to be a really advantageous host they do everything that every other host does. And, and then some they're really focused on growth and marketing your podcast and give you simple tools to do that. So if you're interested in a host site and you're looking for one that, that does everything and more that you need it to do captivate FM, I've got a link in the description to that if you want to check it out. So thanks for listening, Dustin, thank you for being on the show today. It's been a fun conversation and hope to do it again on your show. Yeah,
1: absolutely.